Welcome to a live preaching message from the Manhattan branch of Lycos International Church in New York City, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
location of the bomb. It is powerful. Actually, the, to me, the best songs are the ones that are actually prayers. This is actually a prayer. It is time for us to hear even more from the Lord. I wouldn't say this is the only time we're hearing from God. From the beginning, from your meditation in the house, from the songs, everything, I believe that God has been speaking to us. Psalm 119 verse 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and the light unto my path. We are going to be listening to the word of God. It's going to be brought to us uh, in a more concentrated form. Let me put it that way. And this verse says that it's a light unto my, a lamp unto my feet. That is for the present circumstances. And a light unto my path for the future. God is able. Our God is able. At this time, please let's be on our feet and welcome the man of God to give us the word of God such that our hearts will be filled, such that we will receive more excitement. And the man of God to minister today to us is our own very pastor Nana. Let's put our hands together. And the word of God says, How beautiful are the feet of those who share the gospel? And it is very evident here. So may the word of the Lord minister grace to us. Pastor Nana, God bless you so much. And may the Holy Spirit minister to us even in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. What a blessing. Somebody say, what a blessing. What a blessing. You say, what an honor. What an honor. I want you to lift up your hands. Begin to speak in the Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us this morning. If you can speak in the Spirit, speak in the Spirit. If you can speak with understanding, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. I want the Holy Spirit to speak to us, to open our hearts, open our mind, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Everyone, please, let your heart be opened unto God. Let your heart be opened unto God. Put every weighty matter aside this morning. Whatever burdens you, whatever troubles you, whatever brings pain to your heart, let it sit under your feet right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. And allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you, to open up your heart, open up your mind, open up your soul and your spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. As we gather in this place today. Can you sing that song with me, please? Have your way. you lay aside your own desire have your way this is his house this is your house your home we welcome 
welcome you. Lord, we welcome you. This is your house, your home. We welcome you today. Do you believe what you are singing? to you and I pray that I speak not my own words but lead me not into temptation oh God speak your words through me to your special people whom have gathered to hear from you oh God Father as they have gathered in your home to hear your words cause your word to manifest over them whatever my God that the enemy has laid upon them that has brought heaviness by your word let everyone be set free this morning in the name of Jesus Christ oh God. Father we disconnect ourselves from every entanglement. We disconnect ourselves oh God from every devil, every entity of the enemy. Lord we say take control over us oh God and speak to our hearts. If you believe this song, if you believe what you are singing, you are receiving your healing. Healing is taking place in your body. From you this morning, God is giving you peace, He's giving you rest in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. In Jesus' mighty name, why don't you give a clap offering unto the Lord? the clap offering unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And for those who are sitting outside, please be closer to me. Today I need you. I need you more closer than ever before. So please, please be closer. Fill every gap in front of you and come and sit under the feet of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. Wow. What a blessing. 
It's a privilege for me to speak to you. It's a privilege for me to share the word of God. We are not here by ourselves. We are here with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Who has kept us, who has preserved us, who has loved us and has brought us to this far. Hallelujah. Amen. I am honored to stand in this office whom I am not worthy. I'm just cleaning up some of the things, the shoes that Reverend Kwame wear that walks on the dead and living. I have just come with a broom to clean up, to make this office very nice and beautiful for him. Hallelujah. Somebody say Jericho. Somebody say Jericho. Why your voice is so weak? Are you not excited to be in the house of the Lord? I said, somebody said Jericho. Do you know what a Jericho means? What does it mean? What does Jericho mean? The sweetness of the Holy Spirit. This morning I pray that God will keep you in the sweetest place in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Second Samuel. I believe Reverend Kwame has been sharing with us about those who are what? Those who are what? And how many of you can really, really attest that what Reverend Kwame has taught us has really changed your life? You are trying your best to be, to be a master of, of being effective so that when it happens, you will know how to handle it. Listen, if I were you, I would take these messages very seriously. Two most important weapons that the enemy uses destroy us. Number one is offenses. Number two is the lust of the flesh. And any, many times when we say the lust of the flesh, everybody thinking about sex and all those things. No, the lust of the flesh. Michelle, can you please be closer? I really want you. Very good. And anybody at the back, if you are not doing anything, please come forward. Because I cannot see. Frankly speaking, I can't see you. Hallelujah. So when we talk about lust, there's something Bible calls the lust of our eyes and the lust of our hearts and the lust of flesh. Hallelujah. And some of us, the lust of our eyes is whatever it sees. It wants it. Whether it be good or bad. Hallelujah. And the lust of our heart is the things that our heart loves it more than God. Some of us, we love our wives more than God. We love our husbands more than God. Hallelujah. Is it true or false? To the point when the word of God is shared, it does not move you more like more than when your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, as you call it in the world, as we call it, beloved. Hallelujah. It does not, the word of God does not move us more than when Michelle speaks to her beloved. Receive it in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And the last of our hearts. Your heart is filled with 
money, things around you, everything except the word of God. Except a word. So these are the things, these are the weapons that Satan uses to destroy us. Hallelujah. So let's test this series very seriously. Hallelujah. Master it and trust me. You will be somewhere God wants you to be. If Jesus himself was offended, imagine. I believe leaving God offended in heaven to cast the devil from heaven. If he wasn't, he will not cast the devil from heaven. We could have said, ah, why God didn't forgive Satan? He was offended. And cast him out. Cause him to stay into the lake of fire for the rest of his life. And it's irreversible. So now, he's teaching us some of the things that can really destroy us or some of the things that the enemy did that he was cast into the lake of fire can easily happen to us. I, I don't think you are getting what I'm saying. It's a serious matter. This is a serious business that everybody must master it and overcome it. Hallelujah. Second Samuel, chapter 10, verse 1. We are dealing about how we can overcome it. Offenses, the weapon of the enemy. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. The Bible says, and it came to pass after this that the king of the children of Ammon died, and Hanan, his son, reigned in his stead. Then David said, I will show kindness unto Hanan, the son of Nahash, as his father showed kindness unto me. This is David speaking. And David sent to comfort him by the hand of his servant for his father. And David's servant came into the land of the children of Ammon. Please follow this very well. Verse 3. And the princess of the children of Ammon sent unto Hanan. Now, hear this. The princess of the children of Ammon sent unto Hanan, their lord. Thinkest thou that David, that Hanan, thy father, that he has sent comforters unto thee? <laughs> it's a smart question. Had not David rather sent his servant unto thee to search the city and to spy it out? Look at this. And to what overthrow it? Verse 4. Wherefore, Hanan took David's servants. You see, he has listened to the princess's advice. Now, hear what has happened. Wherefore, Hanan took David's servants and shaved off the one half of their beards. Imagine. Have you seen Ben's beard? Beautiful. Very, very nice. And thick. Imagine half of them is shaved and he's walking with Rhoda on the street. What would people be thinking about Ben? <laughs> now, not only that, listen to this. And cut off their garments in the middle to their buttocks, buttocks. Just picture you don't want your butt, your 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 garments. To be cut. Imagine my garment is cut like here. 
there will be show 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 a show you don't want to see <laughs> are you following me and send them away like that that have their cards buttocks showing and send them away these people came with the clothes on nice nice with the whole heartedly Verse 5. When they told it unto David, he sent to meet them because the men were greatly ashamed. They were very offended. Greatly ashamed. And the king said, Tarry at Jericho. Somebody say, I will tarry at Jericho. No matter what I go through, I will tarry at Jericho. Tarry at Jericho until your beers be grown and then return. Now, I believe you're probably catching the revelation of what this word of God is going. God has already revealed to you what we're about to talk about. If you can really be sensitive to the Holy Spirit right now and allow yourself for God to speak to you. Luke chapter 17 verse 1. I pray that you will not leave this place the same this morning. Whatever troubleth you, whatever that has offended you, for you to live in a certain way, may the Lord set you free from offenses in Jesus' mighty name. Then said he unto the disciples, it is impossible. It is impossible, but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom they what? Verse 2. It were better for him that a milestone were hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. Hallelujah. Amen. Today I really want you One second, my laptop, my iPad doesn't want to open for me. What a blessing. Wow. Fabulous. The devil is a liar. I'm sharing with you overcoming offenses. Reverend Kwame gave us definitions and the understanding and the, the things that causes offenses. But I'm sharing with you how we can overcome it. Because I'm not quite sure if we are just listening to the message and then not figuring out how we can take control of what can beset us and fall from the truth. Are you with me? So that is something that we need to master on it. He said, some of the major weapons the enemy uses to destroy us are offenses. Lust of the flesh, lust of the heart. And Second Samuel showed us what David, David who loves someone because of what the person has done. This is the king who did a lot for David. And the king passed away and David remembered what the king did for him. So in his passion, he sent 
his people to go and give condolences, give comfort, give gifts to this man so that he will be comforted. Now, the child who replaced the king instead had many people around him. And you see, when the enemy always wants to use you, he uses your friends. He uses the people who are closer to you. Somebody thinks that something bad has happened to you. And somebody from afar is thinking about what you have done and remembered, decided to do good for you. But the one sitting at your home who is not doing nothing to support you, nothing to help you, come and sow a seed of comfort into your life. And it is deadly weapon that the enemy uses. Many times, positive words does not change people. And if it does, it takes a whole lot of time. But negative words, it works right away. It works. How many, how long did it take people to rebuild the Twin Towers? How many, how long has it been? How many years now? 20 what? About 21, 22 years. And they are not done. But how long did it take for them to destroy it? Less than If you are a believer, you need to be very sensitive. You see, the famous boxer called Muhammad Ali, one time was traveling, and he was in the, in the plane. And in the plane, he decided not to fasten his belt because he thinks he's a very strong man. And it's true, he's a very strong man. He has beaten many strong men. So he's not afraid of nothing. And the stewardess in the plane came onto him and said, Sir, please put on your belt. Then Muhammad Ali said, I am a superman. And the lady said, Really? If you are a superman, you will be in the plane. The superman flies. In this life, Jesus said offenses will by all means come. It does not matter how strong. It does not matter how many times you pray. It does not how many times you fast. It does not matter how many you sow seed. It does not matter how offering you give. You will be offended. And I'm telling you the truth. I know you didn't come to church to hear this. But somebody is about to insult you. Somebody is about to step on your toes. Somebody is about to describe things about you that you don't like. Somebody is about to call you a name that you don't like. Somebody is about to roll his eyes over you. Somebody is about to make a certain sound against you that you will not like. But please be sensitive. Do not allow such things take you away from the presence of God. Because offenses will by all means come. You cannot stop it. It's not something that you can pray to say, Lord, let me not experience it. It will, but pray and say, Lord, give me the grace that when it happens, I may have a way to overcome it. How we can overcome it? Offenses. Many of us have left their marriages because of offenses. Many of us have left church because of offenses. Imagine if Jesus Christ, when, when he was born, when, even prior 
prior to his birth, the prophecy that was given was said that the, 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 shoulders, the shoulders of the world will be upon him. It, it signs that many of the things that Jesus was about to face before his birth wasn't easy. At all. It wasn't easy for him. But what? What did he do? He overlooked a certain things. Have you ever wondered why Jesus did not wait for us to repent before he left heaven and, come and came to the earth to die for us? Why? Because he realized that it's not that simple. It's not that simple. So don't let somebody say, oh, because of this, don't come to church. Or I won't come to church. Don't let offenses take you from this pool whom the Lord has built for you to stay. This is the house of the Lord. This is the home. If you keep remaining, I tell you, whatever the issue is, God will set you free. If it does not happen today, does not mean that it will not happen tomorrow. Is that marriage that is not working? Grace. Now, the antidote of this is that if you are a believer, you must also watch your life. And figured it out. What am I doing that my wife is not happy? What am I doing that the church member is not happy with me? You must be careful. Jesus said, woe unto the one whom may the offenses come. The Bible said that it is better if a rope has been held around your neck. So, if I offend this precious daughter as much as she won't be happy and misbehave in a certain way. The punishment unto her is not the same as mine. Mine, it would be worse. Because I provoke her to behave the way that she didn't want to behave. Many spouses are like that. We have not taken upon ourselves our responsibilities of knowing that if I do this, my, my spouse will not be happy. So, you know what? I dare not to go there. If I say this, it will not. If I behave this, if I act this, it may not. So I will not do it. That is when you realize that the spirit of the Lord is upon you. Because it is not you. If it's let you will do anything that you want to do. But when the spirit is upon you, you meditate upon what you're about to do. You begin to think. You begin to reason. You begin to speak to the Holy Spirit. And trust me, he will speak back to you. He will give you the grace. He will give you the strength control the atmosphere. Church, please do not allow the enemy, do not allow the enemy to take you from the place where God has placed you to have the joy. If you live because of offenses, you will face more than what you have already experienced. If you leave your marriage, don't expect the next marriage will be comfortable. Don't forget, the wife is from the same generation of Eve. So as the man is the same generation from Adam. <laughs> Are you following me, please? Amen. So I want us to focus on something that it has affected many Christians because it's one of a mankind's weakness. Offenses. How can we overcome it? Let's open our hearts for love. Bible says that love overcometh all sins. All sins. Number one, you have to open your heart to love one another. Reason why Jesus was able to die for us is because he has love for us. That was the only reason. Bible said that for God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son. That love is what provoked him to give Jesus to die for us. That means love is one of the things or the main thing that can help us to overcome it. Offenses. Are we together? Let's read something from the Bible. In the book that Bishop has written, it's amazing. This book is very powerful, but many of us, we don't read it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I want to ask a question from the church. I believe Reverend Kwame has really shared a lot. But how, how many of us can honestly, honestly say that when I leave the church and I go home, I begin to analyze my life and apply the message so that I will be someone who can be very comfortable and not allowing the offenses to move me away from where God has placed me. How many of us? Please. If we don't really read word, the word back to us ourselves, trust me, we are doing nothing in ourselves. Right now, you may think that you are in the church, but please, let somebody step on your toes. You'll begin to see who you are. Or let somebody say something to hurt you. So I'm just trying to allow ourselves to be helped by the word of God. Pray every day and say, Lord, give me grace that when I hear the word, I will walk in it. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, the Bible says that this book of the law shall not depart. Reason for the book not being depart from your mouth is, is the weapon that can really deliver you from the agendas of the enemy. The word of God is the only word that can set you free that can counsel you to even in the midst of your divorce, it's only the word of God, not the court, not the, not the uh, uh, psychology. It's only the word of God that can speak to your husband's heart to turn, that can speak to your wife's heart to turn around. So if we cannot take the word and we only come here in the church, we, we, we travel from afar, wherever we live, and then we live and there's nothing in us. Hey, the devil is very happy because he won't stop you from the church. Stop you from hearing the word. So you need to fight him by doing your quiet daily, reading at least read a scripture every day, every single day. Because the Bible says that the word of God is a light. So, the darkness that the enemy has placed over you, any morning you read the word, you have exposed that darkness out of your life. Every morning, every time you read the word of God, the darkness, the light comes and it shines. And when it shines, it, the darkness cannot comprehend. By all means, he must leave you. So in the book, Bishop said, expect to be offended in your life, in the church, in your marriage, 
in your relationship, at your workplace, expect to be offended. Even in your casual conversation, expect to be offended. In the midst of your crisis, expect to be offended. The king, in the midst of their crisis, David sent comfort. And there was somebody sitting there also thinking otherwise. So sometimes you plan to do good. You plan to do good things. And as you have gone to do the good things, somebody is seeing it as a wrong way. And you who have a clear mindset will also be offended and say that I I thought I was helping. Now you have done this. I will never talk to this person anymore. I will never do anything anymore. I will never talk, see him anymore. Because you have offended about his receptive to what you were trying to do for him. True or false? And how many of us have experienced that before? Sometimes you help somebody so much such that the person will go somewhere. Then you tell the person, because of what the person is, something that you need from there. Then you call the person and say, oh, look, I left my things here. Can you please bring it to me? The person is there. And the person can easily tell you or will say yes and then come back and not bring in the thing. (laughs) And not even calling you to tell you that, Charlie, the thing, I couldn't bring it or I couldn't do it. I, I experienced something last, last week, and I called the people who, invo- who are involved with what has happened to me, and the claimer said, oh, in 24 hours, I will call you back. So I gave myself 24 hours. I didn't receive any call. I called again. I didn't receive any call. Five days. So I was very angry. I was very, very, very angry. Another word for offensive is anger. (laughs) I was very, I mean, I was very angry. Because if they don't call me, I am paralyzed. Nothing I can do. I am crippled. And every time I call, I got voicemail. And the same voicemail, leave a message, I'll call you back, give me 24 hours. So I asked myself, is this person work at all? And I'm paying. <laughs> Are you following me? So I'm asking myself, is this person working at all? And I call every, everybody that work around him, and they will transfer me to him. I was so angry. So finally, yesterday, I got hold of him. Imagine. (laughs) As soon as I heard a man's voice, oh, myself came. (laughs) So it is in our homes. So it is in our marriages. Things will happen. Our impatience will cause us to say things. And that little things that we will say cause divorce. Something you have prayed for. Something you have invested. Something that you have fasted. 
that God gives to you. Now God has given to you. Then you have allowed one word to take you away from your blessings. Offenses will cause you to lose the blessings that God has given you. It's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Hmm. Bishop said, you must recognize that you are danger when offended. You must recognize. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 to 11. Are you doing your best to overcome your offenses? Wow. To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgive anything, to whom I forgave it. For your sex forgave I it in the person of who? Of Christ. Bishop said, people who are offended in, are in great danger. In danger of what? They are in danger of Satan taking advantage of their offense. How does Satan take advantage of their offense? Satan is looking at your heart. He's looking closely to see if the wounds he has helped to inflict on you have become gapping access points into your life. Some of us in a church, even when a pastor is preaching and says something, it can easily offend you and create a big wound that becomes very difficult to heal. That wound becomes diabetic. That you don't allow nothing can heal you. And when you reach that stage, when you reach the diabetic stage of your life, and you are ready to be possessed. And when you become possessed and you don't take care of yourself, then you become demonized. That is when you begin to say all sorts of things. Look, many people have been offended. And, and, and some of us, forgiveness is something that we cannot do. Forgiveness is something that we cannot do. Last week when we had a meeting, Michelle was asking an infallible question. A very profound question. Somebody you live with, somebody that you care for, somebody that you love, consistently provoking you. And you keep forgiving. Then we, we quote a scripture and says that 49 times, or 70, 70 times 7. As a matter of fact, it's somebody's tattoo. A, a little tattoo here, the person has written 70 times 7. Now, if we multiply 70 times 7, it's 400 and what? Must, 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 490. 490 times what? Okay, that's for one day. So what Jesus Christ was telling us, what Jesus was telling us, it's not about the counting. What he's telling us is that every day we'll be forgiven, but have a heart to forgive. Because you can't sit and count one, two, three. How many times can Ben offend me in one day? That can be 490. <laughs> Some of us, even not even one, half of the offensive take you away from the church. So we need to have a heart. A heart that will be so large to accommodate everybody to let go. Forgiveness made easy. Forgiveness will give you the grace to overcome offenses. 
is a powerful weapon that you can use. So every day you wake up, every day you open your mouth, you say, Lord, give me grace to forgive my brother. Give me grace to forgive my sister. Give me grace to forgive my wife. Hey, this tone, it, has, it is a tone in my flesh. I spoke to one pastor and I was talking to him about family life. Look, <laughs> if your home is broken or something is not working, work on it. Don't leave. Trust me, somebody's waiting for you to leave to be replaced. Somebody's waiting. Somebody, what you don't like, somebody's waiting. It's somebody's prayer topic. I said, it's somebody's prayer topic. Father, let this woman leave. Let this woman leave that I may have the opportunity. It says somebody's... No, I'm not kidding you. Somebody's praying for you to die because he says, we are in a church. I can't marry... A, 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 a divorcee. So if the wife died, I had the opportunity. Pastor, how about the man? I'm talking about the woman. They are praying. <laughs> because there are not too many men on this earth these days. The earth is shortage of men. And the few who are not married, the enemy is taking hold of them and they are becoming gay so if you are praying for someone to die to marry pray against gay people perhaps God will give you a husband are you following me I said if you are praying for somebody to die so that you can become the wife of the, the widower the wife of the widower pray that God will deliver the, 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 the men who are gay that they would Change your mind and come so that you will have a, wife, a husband. It's a good prayer. Look, you don't believe that. The Bible says that in the last days, in the last days, seven women, it's a scripture and it's happening already. Just in case you don't know, the ratio right now that was done recently is what? It's off. There, no, no man left. So if you are not married and you are praying, you need to pray harder. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Offenses will take you away from the blessings of God for you. So master it to overcome it. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You must confess that you are offended. When, you see, what you know, what you know cannot harm you. That is why I always tell people, the wife you know, that you know her, or the husband you know, you know how to handle her than leaving her to go for another one. The new one, you have no idea. I spoke to one of my friends who also divorced. 
and married to another woman. <laughs> and they both divorced each other because they both offended each other. <laughs> so the wife married to another man and the man married to another woman. And the wife was going through a lot, but she couldn't say it because what this current one doing, it was worse than the previous one. <laughs> so <laughs> she became depressed. But she comes out and shows like there's a joy. All is well. <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> All is well. And the man, by the grace of God, <laughs> is doing amazing. When I say amazing, amazing. There are some women and there are women who believe it. They have understood certain things. So this man is enjoying. And this woman is crying. <laughs> so one day, I had the privilege to speak to both of them. And I asked, if you have the privilege to come back to your previous marriage, would you? She said, Pastor, I will run for it. <laughs> and I said, ah, but in the past, when we were talking, when we were trying our best to resolve issues, you said he's done nothing and he's a useless man. But today he's not useless. He said, Pastor, I eat my words. I take my words back. I will, but I know it's too late. Please, let me tell you something. None is exempt from being offended. No one, no one. It's a prophetic word from Jesus Christ himself. So prepare yourself that when it comes, you will find a way to handle it and work around it so that you will be at peace. It will by all means happen in this church if it has not happened to you already. It will happen. It will happen in your home. It will happen at your workplace. Even when you are driving. Many of you have insulted a lot of drivers, including me. <laughs> and the driver, and the driver is gone. So, <laughs> who are you hurting? Forgive quickly. Mark chapter 16. Forgive quickly. Mark chapter 16. The Bible says that, And when the Sabbath was past, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had brought sweet spices, that what? That they might come and anoint him. Verse 2, please. Let's read fast and I'm, I'm bringing my message to the end. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. Three, please. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? And when they, they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very what? Great. Verse 5, please. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrighted. Wow. And he said unto them, be not affrighted. 
Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold, the place where they laid. Verse 7. Now hear this, please. But go your way. Somebody say, go your way. Say, go your way. But go your way. Tell his disciples. And Peter, he specifically mentioned Peter. That he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him as he said unto you. What do you think about this scripture? So Jesus Christ, the time that he was arrested, all the disciples, including Peter, betrayed him. Peter betrayed him, betrayed him three times. How would you feel someone you love betray you? If by the grace of God you come back to the world, would you look for that person? Jesus Christ specifically mentioned Peter's name and said, go and tell Peter that I am coming to Galilee to meet him. Whatever anybody have done to you, is it Jesus forgave Peter. He forgave Peter because of that. He searched his way back to go and meet him and open his heart and tell him that, Peter, I love you. Including all the, only John, the beloved son, was the only person who followed Jesus to the end. All the living disciples betrayed him. They left him. Yet, when he, when he was resurrected, the first people he showed himself to them was the disciples. Those who betrayed him. Those who claim that they love you. Those who do everything for you. In fact, many men paid price to marry. And after the marriage, they betrayed them. They left all other women. Pastor, why are you talking about the woman? I want you to know that there are many women that a man could have chosen, not you. As beauty, as intelligent, as wise, whatever you are. If you don't believe this, go and ask all your friends who are not married. Or ask your friends who their husbands have left them. I'm not telling you that a man should take advantage over you. But I'm trying to allow yourself to allow God to be part of your life. That whatever decision you make, you make sure that God is in the center of my decisions. Some people have lost jobs because of offenses. Because they quit and now they can't find a job. And when they find a job that they want, they are not happy. And they realize that I should have find another way to approach the situation. Is somebody hearing me, please? Let's find another way to approach the situation that okay in the church. If somebody step on your toes, find another way to approach it. Forgive easy. Let go. Let go. I can't tell you to forget it, but please do your best to let go. Flow with the person so that offenses will not destroy your life. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. How? How can I forgive? How can I forgive? To forgive is to release all hurts, bitterness, and wickedness from your heart in such a way that Satan stares in shock. Forgive. Forgiveness is one of the weapons that God is using to 
give you a long life and good health and a clear mindset. Forgiveness is a powerful tool. Forgiveness will take wrinkles away from your face. You don't believe that. People are bitter. Unforgiveness will make you have palpitations every time you wake up. So God is speaking to us. Turn to your neighbor and say, please, if I've done anything against you, forgive me. No, I'm serious. Do you know why I'm doing this exercise? I am preparing you. I am preparing you to find anyone who has offended you. As the way you are sitting, you see, it's easy. As we tell you to tell one another, it's so easy to say it. But I'm preparing you to know that I will look into my life. And anyone who has offended me that I'm not talking to, I'm not really speaking to, I will find a way to approach the person that God will forgive us. Stand onto your feet and let's pray. Lift up your hands. It's 12.56 exactly. In the next four minutes, I want you to lift up your hands and pray against the spirit of offenses. Pray. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, every voice begin to speak to the Lord. Say, Lord, grant me grace to overcome it. Offenses. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Marusha Brande. Lika Brando Sakata Lebrandele Brendele Malo Salabranda. Oh, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, Mandola Brandele Oh yes, for you. Say unto yourself, Lord Jesus Christ, help me. Overcome the spirit of anger, the spirit of offenses in the mighty name of Jesus. If I were you, I would pray seriously because Jesus Christ said, None of us will be exempt from being offensive. Hallelujah. You will offend somebody, somebody will offend you, but pray that God will give you grace that when it happens, you will find a way to let go in the name of Jesus. That is your way to be prosperous. That is your way to live well. That is your way to save your marriage. That is your way to be a strong Christian in the church. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you want your wife to love you. If you want your husband to love you. Pray for the spirit. Against the spirit of offenses. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. Shele Oh yes. Oh, pray, pray, pray. Lift up your hands and begin to pray, everybody. Surrender yourself. Say, Lord, give me grace. Give me grace to overcome the offenses. 
yes, Lord. I choose to be holy, holy, set apart for you, my master, ready to do your will. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to say this after me, and I want you to believe that Satan is after you and he has nothing to use but the weapon of offenses. Hallelujah. And as a Christian, you must overcome it. You must pray to overcome the offenses and the resentment in our lives. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice and say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. To contain every spirit of offenses. To contain every spirit of offenses. And bless me with the spirit of meekness. And bless me with the spirit of meekness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, Lord. As I pray. As I pray. As I pray today. As I pray today. Let my anger. Let my anger. Be suppressed. Be suppressed. Be suppressed. Be suppressed. Be suppressed. Be break. Be broken. Be broken. Be broken. Say spirit of anger. Spirit of anger. Spirit of offenses. Spirit of offenses. Break. 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 Lift up your voice and clap your hands and pray. Against spirit of offenses. Spirit of anger. Clap your hands and destroy that spirit over your home, over your marriage, over your children. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Somebody pray, come on, come on, lift up your hands and pray against the spirit of offenses, pray against the spirit of anger in the name of Jesus Christ. As you are praying, the spirit of the Lord is setting you free, the spirit of the Lord is leaving your spirit to be sweet in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. Open up your mouth and say, Lord, Lord as, I pray, as I pray, this afternoon, this afternoon, this afternoon, this afternoon invoke in me, invoke in me the sweet spirit of the Holy Spirit. The sweet spirit of the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Take control. Take control. Over my life. Over my life. Over my life. Over my, over my marriage. Over my marriage. Over my children. Over my, over my home. Over my home. In the name. Of Jesus. of Jesus, clap your hands and pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Christ of Nazareth we have finished the church but I want to show you a scripture that as God as we are stepping out from here we will take with us and we will allow the Holy Spirit 
to impose such word over our lives. Hallelujah. Second Samuel chapter 10, the same scripture that we read. I believe it was verse 4, where David told the people to go to wait in Jericho. Somebody is going to shame you. I say somebody is about to shame you. You don't like that. The Bible said that you will mount like what? How can you mount like eagle when shame has not come over you? How can you mount like eagle when you have not faced certain crises? How can you mount like eagle when certain situations are not in your way? You are going to get offended. You are going to get hurt. I said you are going to get offended. You are going to get hurt. Hallelujah. When they told it unto David, he sent to meet them because the men were greatly ashamed. And the king said, tarry at Jericho. The sweet spirit. When you have the sweet spirit, you have patience to overcome it, your offenses. Say, so Lord, Jesus, Lord Jesus, as I pray this morning, this afternoon, say, as I pray this afternoon, as I pray this afternoon, let me enter, let me enter, let me enter into the realm of the sweet spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, lift up your hands and begin to pray. Somebody pray and say, Lord, let me tarry at my Jericho. Let me tarry at my Jericho. Let me tarry, oh my God, until I have, until the beers are grown, until my issues is resolved, until my marriage is restored, until my children are well, until my, 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 my whatever situation that the enemy is entangling with you is being resolved. In the name of Jesus Christ, David said, let the men tarry at Jericho until your peers be grown and then return in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you, Holy Spirit. We submit our mind and our soul and our body unto you. And we ask for your grace to be upon us, my God. Give us that grace, the speed of grace to overcome it. The spirit of offenses. Father, give us that grace, oh God. For us to step into the higher heights of the Lord. That we will walk over the spirit of offenses in the name of Jesus. Bless everyone that is here who have heard your word. Father, may the word of God have his free course in us. In Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. If you are here and you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. I want you to lift up your hands wherever you are and I will pray with you. If you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, I see one hand over there, please. Usher the man to come forward and let us pray for you. Please come forward. Let's pray for you. Come forward. Keep your hands together. Clap for him. Keep clapping for him. Ask the spirit of the Lord. Oh, yes. Christ came is to win souls, is to save the lost in the name. 
Jesus Christ of Nazareth. My God. Please, what's your name? Troy Calendar. Troy Calendar. Troy Calendar, please. Joseph Terrier. Joseph Terrier. Hallelujah. Wow, put your hands together for them. Hallelujah. This is the doing of the Holy yes. Spirit. This is the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. What you have done right now is the greatest miracle that ever Hallelujah. happened. Hallelujah. It's Thank not you, the Red Sea that was parted into two. It's not the blind that eyes were opened. It's not the cripple that Jesus touched him and, and walked. But the one, the lost, who was found and gave his life to Jesus Christ. You are the greatest miracle oh, yes. that has ever happened today oh, yes. in this day of our life. God bless you. I want you to lift up your hands and say after me, say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for saving me. I thank you for saving me. Today, Lord, today, Lord, mention your name, please. Joseph Terrier, Roy Calendar. Lord, say, Lord, as I give my life to you, Lord, as I give my life to you, Take hold of me. Take hold of me. Use me. Use me. To propagate your work. To propagate your work. Have your way in me. Have your way in me. And cause my feet to establish. And cause my feet to be established. In your presence. In your presence. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Please, Lord. Please, Lord. Write my name. Write my name. Mention your name again. In the book of life. In the book of life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Satan. Satan. Get deep behind me. Get deep behind me. You have no place in me anymore. You have no place in me anymore. This temple. This temple. Is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Is the temple of the Holy And the Spirit Ghost. of the Lord dwelleth richly in me. And the Spirit of the Lord dwelleth richly I give it all to you, Lord. I give it all to you, Take Lord. Take full control over Take my life. Take full control. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus. We hope you have been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lycos Manhattan. That's Lycos, L-A-I-K-O-S, Manhattan. You can also email us at lci.newyork at gmail.com. Visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com. Dot com.